President George H.W. Bush ceremonially signed the North American Free Trade Agreement 20 years ago today. It became law the following year. NAFTA allowed for the free flow of fruits and vegetables across the border, and over the years there have been winners and losers on both sides. Among the losers, Florida's fresh tomato growers. They say the free trade agreement is slowly killing them, and now they're fighting back. The world's Jason Margolis reports from Palmetto, Florida. Bob Spencer stands in a small office perched above the packing house Florida's company, West Coast Tomato. Thousands of Roma tomatoes roll by every minute on big leather belts. Spencer points out cameras that are taking photos of each tomato. That picture is then sent up to these computers, and it's making a determination of size and color of the tomato. Tomatoes drop into different shoots. And seconds later, streams of nearly identical green tomatoes plop into 25-pound cardboard boxes bound for the Northeast and Canada. They'll ripen along the way. On a typical day, they package about 750,000 pounds of tomatoes here, but they're running about half a million pounds below capacity. Spencer says the problems began shortly after NAFTA was signed some two decades ago. And what's happened is the acreage in Florida has dropped as the competition from Mexico has had a dampening impact on our prices. And uh, a lot of the people that I would go to conventions with 20 years ago are no longer here. According to the U.S. Department of Agriculture, fresh tomato production in Florida has fallen 41 percent since NAFTA went into effect. Meanwhile, tomato production in Mexico has gone the other way. Florida growers were concerned when NAFTA was signed and tariffs on imported tomatoes were dropped. But Bob Spencer says they knew NAFTA's passage was inevitable, so they lobbied for as much enforcement as they could get. That included a 1996 deal that set a minimum price for imported tomatoes. Little did we know that the enforcement we bargained for was really not going to be any enforcement at all. The end result was we had uh, Barney for our policeman. We didn't have Andy. For those of you under a certain age, that's a reference to the Andy Griffith show. Spencer's point, enforcement of imported tomatoes has been weak. So Spencer and other fresh tomato growers are asking the Department of Commerce to rip up the 1996 minimum price deal that would then free them up to seek duties on imported Mexican tomatoes. Florida growers accuse the Mexican growers of dumping tomatoes below cost to run them out of business. You know, one of the tenets of American trade law for the last 50 years has been you can ship into this country, you can ship in at cost below our cost but you can't ship in at cost below your cost of production. That's a difficult accusation to prove, though. And Mexican tomato farmer Martin Lay says they're not doing it. Lay is speaking on behalf of growers in his country. He says they're outselling Florida farmers because Mexican farmers have a better product and one that American consumers can get year-round. Mexico has brought a tomato that is ripened naturally. It's ripened in the plant. It's ripened while it's getting all the sugars and flavors, and that's why it's, it is a good-tasting tomato, naturally. Lay warns that if Florida growers get their way, consumers would be the biggest losers. He says we'd have fewer tomato varieties that cost more. And other American farmers could lose if Florida tomato farmers win. The Mexican government is threatening retaliatory tariffs if the Commerce Department sides with American tomato producers. Martin Lay says free trade and NAFTA have worked as advertised. The transformation of the Mexican tomato industry has been amazing. Now there is all kinds of cocktail tomatoes, 
heirloom tomatoes, multiple color tomatoes, uh, grape tomatoes, all kinds of stuff that, that have brought a lot of excitement into the store shelf. And this is not a simple case of Mexicans winning and Americans losing, says trade analyst Claude Barfield. Barfield is with the Washington think tank, the American Enterprise Institute. He says Mexican tomatoes sold in American grocery stores are helping employ a lot of Americans. We have a very large sector that is dependent on trade in terms of the support of cross-border trade. And it's, as I say, it's not just the good itself. It's not just a truck. But it's the person who has to handle the financing, the people who have to handle the communications that, that bring this back and forth. As well as lawyers and people stacking produce. But Florida tomato grower Jim Granger asks, what about him? He says the federal government needs to stand behind American growers. I don't want to see a foreign country put us out of business. They help the uh, car manufacturers in Detroit for the same reason, or, or comparable reasons. And, uh, and we're just looking for the same treatment. I mean, we're not Detroit, we're Florida. We want to still be in the business feeding the United States of America, period. Granger adds for good measure, his tomatoes are better than the Mexican ones. I don't think I'll ever be better than ours in the state of Florida. Another Florida tomato producer I met said the few of them that are still remaining can handle two or three more bad seasons. Then they'll all be gone. Then, he warns, we'll all be eating Mexican tomatoes, no matter which country's tomatoes we actually prefer. For The World, I'm Jason Margolis, Palmetto, Florida.